every episode of Final Space. 23 fans, storyboard artists, producers, composers, animators, designers, voice actors. Welcome to Volume 3 of the Into Final Space Podcast, hosted by Gabe Jones. We're back with another episode of Into Final Space. Today we're chatting about Season 2, Episode Number 7, The First Times They Met. I'm excited to welcome another new storyboard artist to the podcast, Emily Little, and we're joined by our Franchexian in this episode, Candy. Let's get into it. All right, we're on Skype today. I am joined by my Franchexian on this episode, Candy, and our new uh, storyboard artist to Into Final Space, uh, Emily Little. Thank you guys so much for being here today. Um, can we just start with introductions? Emily, can you tell us what you do on Final Space? Yes, I can. Um, I'm what's called a storyboard artist. Right now I'm working on, and I'm looking forward to telling you guys about what a storyboard artist does today. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, Candy, do you want to give a little introduction on yourself? Uh, hi, I'm a Fantrexian, and I'm also an aspiring storyboard artist, so I'm happy to be talking with a storyboard artist on Final Space today. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad both of you are here today. As always, uh, I'll be stepping back. I'll probably throw in some thoughts here and there. But, uh, Candy, you have the floor for your first question or point you want to talk about. Oh, okay. Um... So, Emily, um, I was wondering what process you went through to land a spot as a storyboard artist on Final Space. Like, I know it's kind of a generic question, but it's the one that I try and get answers about, but I always get vague answers about it. and I never really get a conclusive answer. Yeah, it's, um, I got a spot because... Um, like I met someone who I knew someone who's on the show. We had uh, both kind of the same, and um, she'd actually given me the email to the um, Tobias, and that's how I found out that they were looking. Um, I know they do have a website, and we actually have the email that we have someone you can email for jobs and things. Um, I don't know if they are always, you know, saying you know what jobs are available at the moment because it can be a bit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah it can be a bit chaotic because like maybe they're staffing up for a new season or like in the middle of the season maybe they need a new person um but it's like i know the website you can look at and you know see what's available and you can also email uh hr and ask them like if they're looking um you might eat if you might even end up working on a different show at chatham machine it may not be final space but they do make other shows um but that's how i got onto final space Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. You have another question? Um, what process do you go through when you actually storyboard? Um, well, we, our director is the one who um, will come up with sort of, he's the one, uh, he or she uh, is the one who sort of sees the whole episode and, you know, kind of curates, you know, how all the scenes are going to flow into each other. So, um, Usually I will get a script because it's a script driven show. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes I'll get notes. Um, usually they could be very detailed notes and sometimes they're not detailed. Um, and I'll, you know, fill in 
how the characters are acting and their poses. Uh, sometimes I do have to you know, come up with the compositions. Um, and I do it all on a software called uh, Toon Boom Sorber Pro. Um, and it's just a lot of drawing. And the end result is, you know, it looks kind of like, uh, I like to describe it as it's like we're making a comic book for the show, mm -hmm. uh, except we time it to an audio, like they'll make a, uh, what we call a scratch track. And sometimes it'll have like the actual uh, voice, you know, the voices in the show will be on it. Sometimes it'll be uh, stand-ins because maybe they weren't able to record that soon. Um, and then we time it to that voice, to that audio track. Uh, so it, in the, the end result kind of looks like a, it looks a little bit like a movie. Like it's not uh, the full, it's not fully animated, but it's like you get a sense of, uh, you know, what it might look like when it goes into animation. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And then that, of course, gets sent off to Jamfield in Canada for animation uh, afterwards. Um, you're on another episode this season, uh, earlier in the season. So, um, yeah, definitely awesome. Uh, Candy, another question? Yeah. Um. So what's your experience been like with the people working on Final Space and any other show you've worked on in general? Uh, well, I know the Final Space crew are pretty awesome. They're a group of very nice people. They're very creative. Um, I've had a really good time working on Final Space. Um, I've also, um, I just recently, uh, I know in the winter I worked on um, a show called Central Park. Uh, which was at a different studio and um, that show actually I think it, it just came out like I think, fr I think on the 29th so I'm excited because it's like oh my god <laughs> you know, new, sh new show's coming out yay <laughs> I'll look into that um, later yeah yeah um, but Final Space it's very casual um, you know it's a smaller studio so um, it's not as corporate um, mm. but it's been a very good experience overall I quite, I've enjoyed it a lot that makes me so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's one thing that, you know, when we talk to a lot of crew members, it's uh, they kind of love the environment. They love the, the teamwork and, um, you know, just kind of the general excitement for uh, each department of what they do with each other. So it's always a, a really fun to talk to different crew members and hear their experiences working for Shadow Machine. Um, what steps did you actually take to pursue a career in storyboarding? Um, I went to, I actually uh, went to college and got a degree in animation. Um, you know, that's obviously there are like many different ways to get into the animation. And mm -hmm. that was just the way I took. Um, um, I don't know how old you are. Uh, so I don't 16. know if you're 16. Okay. High school. Um, <laughs> yep. So you'll probably be looking into colleges soon, right? Or are you yep. are you planning on going a different route? Okay. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of so yeah, um, colleges is one way to go. Um, I've met some people who you know maybe they chose to just do classes, like maybe there was an online classes or there were um, mm -hmm. other class or there were um, other classes like in the Los Angeles area, and that's how they um, you know got their that's how they developed their skills to a point where they could start applying good jobs. And, um, you know, some people like maybe art was just something they loved to do, but maybe that's not where, but like maybe they were doing a different job and they decided to 
uh, pursue their true passion. Um, there's lots of different paths to get into animation and to get into storyboarding. <clears throat> nice. Um, what's your biggest piece of advice to an aspiring storyboardist such as myself? <clears throat> um, I would say uh, take art, take some classes. Um, I know a lot of a lot of times, um, you know, if someone is not living like where the studios are, maybe there's not a lot of art classes around, but like any art class, you know, mm -hmm. will help you, even if it's, you know, a fine art class or if it's a class where people who, you know, are taking it as a hobby, um, you know, um, any class would be great. Um, also, you can, there's plenty of resources, there's um, organizations, um, I know there's the the Animation Guild. Um, the website has a lot of resources you can look at. Um, and of course, uh, you know, social media is a good place to, you know, look for resources. Um, if you have artists you like to follow, um, you know, you can like comment, you know, like their work, comment and tell them how much you appreciate it. They would all, you know, everyone loves getting compliments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and yeah, and just keep just just always be willing to learn and improve your skill. Um, art of is course. it's I know it's like learning is a light it's lifelong. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, Kenny, it looks like you have some just general kind of talking points from uh, the kind of story side. If you wanna. You mentioned that and talk a bit about what you thought about this the story from this episode. Okay. Um, well, so there was a lot going on in this episode, but I'm pretty sure that the biggest the biggest thing that everyone took from it was Nightfall and Gary. And, you know, we could see how distraught Nightfall was over the events that transpired in her life and time trying to get Gary back. And she did some pretty crazy things. Like, you know, everyone on the Crimson Light was pretty much about to die. Right. Um, and grief will do that to you. You know, maybe not as crazy as nearly getting everyone on a ship to die. But, you know, we feel like the only way you can make things better is to do the craziest things that won't really help. And it just seemed really real to me because I felt similar to her when someone I was close to died and I guess I just really related to her in this episode for sure yeah this uh there's, there's a really good story uh in this episode and um yeah it was kind of interesting to watch that that main plot unfold um because you know she was so attached to her Gary and uh everything they went through and um you know kind of tacking that on to this new Gary um, and the always meant to be together but never meant to be or I'm probably I butchered that quote my bad <laughs> but, um, you know what I'm saying uh, but yeah um, it's definitely interesting to watch Emily did you have any any thoughts about their that whole kind of grief and their relationship throughout the season oh my god it was so sad <laughs> <laughs> yeah um <laughs> I know for this um, this episode, um, actually a different like I didn't really work on this episode. A different team worked on this one, but I remember this one was just um, it was just kind of it was just really sad because um, it's sort of like Nightfall. I 
feel like, you know, she, I mean, she says like, oh, there's no happy ending. And it's like, really, uh, she's a very, she's a very tragic character. Yeah, I was watching that episode last yeah. night and crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a very emotional episode. Do you have uh, another point you want to talk about, Candy? Um, I really, I really love the parts where Nightfall goes over her favorite memories with her Gary because you notice that you know they're all pretty minuscule. You know, like going to the movies, um, and Tribor creepily watching them, but. Um, <laughs> Like, you know, the smallest things make her happy and it shows that, you know, when you really love someone, you don't need anything big or grand from them to make you happy. It can really just be the smallest things as long as you love someone. For sure. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, the whole team squad type dynamic kind of shows that a lot um, throughout most of the episodes. You know, they, they share these like smaller kind of minuscule moments together but really kind of cements the bonds that they have together and really kind of builds mm -hmm. up to those larger moments uh character deaths or uh gary adopting little kato and stuff like that oh i love that scene <laughs> fox and little kato had their zones argument. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny i, I remade sure. that i remade that scene with me and my cat <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, and uh, I think we're gonna, you have one more point before we wrap up. Yeah. Um, so like we saw that Nightfall um traveled through you know hundreds of timelines to get her Gary back, but every time, um, every time he sacrificed himself, and the one time she finds a timeline that plays out differently, that Gary doesn't want her, and she struggled so much and did everything in her power to get Gary back, but in the end, you know, they were never meant to be, as she said. And it's just super unfair how she could spend the entirety of her life doing that, only for it to be pretty much meaningless. And it portrays the reality that life will always be unfair, no matter what you do. And kind of, it kind of makes my struggles and others um, feel more validated, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, it, she almost played out like a uh, Greek mythology character. I feel like, mm -hmm. like there's a lot of parallels there. Um, and yeah, it was that kind of, that really unfair reality of, you know, what life is. And yeah, you know, it's a forehand. Right, right. I was always struck by, well, when she says like every time she goes back, it's like she's seen every single Gary die. Like, um, like when I when I really thought about that, like you know, that's pretty horrifying that she yeah. has seen right. lines and they've all ended uh, with Gary's death. And it's like you know, she finds the one where you know maybe it could be different. But it's like that's you know, it's really it's like it's horrifying if you really think about it. Um, and then she dies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she, I mean, she sacrifices herself for you know. Yeah. For a better, bigger, you know, for mm -hmm. a bigger cause. Um, but it's like she's someone, but it's like she is someone who she's seen. You don't really know what she's seen, but you know that what she's seen is, you know, she's, it's horrifying what she's seen. Trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much to the both of you for copying on this episode and talking with us today. 
um, Emily for joining us for the first time and Candy for asking some great questions. Well, thank you for inviting me on. Cool. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks for tuning in and sitting down with Candy and me as we chatted with Emily. Make sure you hop on over to the Into Funnel Space Discord server to chat with us after you give this episode a listen. Go follow at Into Funnel Space on Instagram and Twitter to get updates on the podcast. And give me a follow at Gabriel W. Jones on Instagram and Twitter as well. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time on Into Final Space. Thanks, guys.